this is amazing. I don't know, fuck. I don't get to see your face too too often, so I'm really glad we're here. But uh, tell us about the podcast real quick before we uh, before we jump in. Well, before we jump in, we uh, interviewed our new friends in the band Salvo. Salvo. Um, you you may have uh, heard of them before under the name Pain. Um, they're fantastic. Yeah, and they're really they, good dudes. Dan is an yeah. author. Freaking yeah. uh, Adam is a is a like a musician like uh, across the board. He's even coming out with a brand new album. But uh, you'll have to stick around and listen to that to see uh, when that's coming out. It's coming out real soon. So uh, instead of uh, instead of talking about it, let's just get to the episode, shall we? Yeah, let's. I mean, let's go. Let's do it. Let's go listen. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. And today we have Adam and Dan from the band Salvo. Salvo is a horn-driven pop-punk band from Alabama. Adam and Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. And then for those of you who don't know, from from a little bit of history of Salvo, and we'll get into this in the podcast, but Salvo, uh, Dan and... uh, Adam, we're in a band called Pain. If you guys ever remember Pain, they did the song Jabberjaw. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm messing with my my headphones yeah, no, all thanks, of a sudden. Pat. Just, no, I appreciate they the went, back and they forth went and that disappeared we have right here. there. <laughs> <laughs> Witty banter is what carries the show. Honestly, truly, I know. And, and, and then I didn't participate at all. Well, though. at but, least I have a very captive audience of myself. You know what it's I mean? true. Before we get into, you know, talking about like the past stuff, you guys mm-hmm. did. Uh, you you just announced a new album called The Traveler. Mm-hmm. What can we uh, expect from this new record? Yeah, tell us about that. Hmm. Well, you know, it's our it's our second album as Salvo, right? Um, and we love that first album, right? <laughs> right, Adam. Um, right. <laughs> Please we, we say like yes. That. We, we really love that first album. We put our hearts into it. Uh, but we were we always thought almost immediately we thought we can do better we we could we could do better we could sharpen things up here and and tighten this up over there and and we just felt like we were constantly getting better and more competent as songwriters and and so this album is new and we really feel like we we i don't know i'm trying not to sound goofy about it but like we kind of as goofy as possible go for it and uh, and and so I don't know. To me, it just sounds really, really good. I, I think the songs we we just sound. I don't know. We sound like like we've written some really cool original songs that doesn't. They, they don't sound derivative of pain, and they don't sound like we're trying too hard to stay cool. Yeah, the, the songs kind of speak for themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. That's what I think. What do you think, Adam? I agree with you. Good. That's it. <laughs> awesome. No, no. Dan, you and I are really gonna we're really gonna sync up. We're gonna connect. Yeah, we're gonna connect. I, I enjoy this. <laughs> I think we're at the top of our game right now. I think this is this is the album we were supposed to make, and this is where we are in our lives. And it's just it, 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 it's it, it, I couldn't be prouder of an album and of a group of people that we recorded this with. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting that as as our bodies our physical bodies begin to degrade our songwriting is going up yeah it's kind of cool you hear that everybody all you have to do is stop worrying about trying to fit in a window to make good music just (laughs) fucking do it like and like there's this and we've talked about it before on the podcast but there's this myth that you have a window between like 18 and 30 
to either make yeah. it famous or give up on that and get a, a job. A, yeah. And, and Adam, like, Adam and I were both, we, we unconsciously, I think, kind of carried around that same bias as well. I mean, we're, it, yeah. I mean one of the things that, that I know, Adam, I, it bothered me a little yeah. bit. It's like, should we even be doing this? I mean, we are kind of old now. And, and you know what I mean? We wrestled a little bit with the idea that maybe, maybe we should not be doing this. Mm. But we got over that, right, Adam? Yeah, I was walking away from music altogether. I'd kept yeah. it after the years, but you know, here and there. But I was, I was done. And then Dan called me, and uh, and I completely just, and I, I, I couldn't be more thankful for that. Because, uh, I just, I've discovered that I really enjoy writing and creating with my partner. Yeah. So, what, what kind of opportunities are you guys seeing uh, for Salvo right now? Like, I mean, you're about to release a new, a new record called the traveler so make sure you guys are uh looking out for that but what opportunities are there uh for salvo right now i mean we're just kind of giving over this pandemic it's still actually happening but like what does that look like for you guys in terms of a career if we have any suggestions we're all ears <laughs> <laughs> well we have okay, a show so part, part of what's what you guys give is a really cool perspective is you've been there you've done that but now you're doing something new. You're doing Salvo. Salvo is something new. And you guys, uh, you know, like it or not, or make jokes about it or not, your age is a great example of the fact that you can still do it and, like, you don't have to fucking stress about right. making it in this window. You don't have to bank all of your success, all of your, your worth, your self-worth into the fact yeah. that if you don't make it by 30, you're a failure. Right, you know, right. and because it's a, it's huge. I used to feel that when I was younger. It took me years to get over that, and just realizing, dude, some of my favorite bands, these are sixty-year-old dudes, just like singing yeah. about their wives. Like hell yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, so like, what kind of perspective does that, does that give you guys? And what, uh, what can you tell us and tell the listeners? I can, I can tell you that we plan on to keep having birthdays, so. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll be I'll make it a joke. I just uh, I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah. yeah. If I stop now and say well, I'm too old now, I'm going to be a lot older in two years. You know, in ten years from now. Yeah. So we feel like doing it right now, and we enjoy doing it right now, and mm -hmm. we enjoy doing it then. And uh, yeah, at a certain point, th those questions kind of just fell apart. We we Dan and I, I think when Dan contacted me about doing this, it was to put on an album of new material that he had. Mm -hmm. And and we said, why don't we do one show? And that was it. <laughs> and now we're trying to book everywhere we can, and mm -hmm. we have a, we have a, we have one coming up that we'll tell you about. And uh, because that's we enjoy playing live still. We yeah. do. Yeah. We could do the thing where we just make albums, and I'd be really satisfied with that. But we are still a live band. Yeah. And uh, and. The name change, we'll get about talk about that too, but the, the it's liberating as hell. Um, that we don't have to we can be as respectful as we can to our, our, our former material and our former name. And uh at the same time, we uh we can do whatever we want as long as uh that we are, you know, we're proud of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So so I mean it's good diving on into that um so many of our listeners may not know but uh, for and for those that use it don't salvo was formerly known as pain 
Uh, you changed your name after about a 19-year hiatus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you tell our listeners uh, a bit about what prompted that hiatus and, uh, you know, kind of about that triumphant return? I, I make up jokes all the time. So, I mean, I, I've spread rumors like crazy for years. <laughs> and that's become the lore now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just told everybody that Dan became a monk, and then, uh, then, 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 then no, nobody asked me any more questions after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true, but uh, so. <laughs> so for any of those listeners out there, if you've ever had Adam tell you that, <laughs> that Dan became a monk, yeah. he was lying to your face. I also live in Mississippi with several children, and uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen that one. No, it's really hard being in a band. It's really difficult doing these yeah. five bucket of blanket tours for years. Right. Or how well you're doing. It's just, you know, there's eight people. And I think the, what the guitar player for Soundgarden talked about it a lot. You know, said so they were together for 10 years. And I don't mm-hmm. think people understand the stress of that. We love each other. And we did. It's just um, there came a time that uh, things just need to change. And, uh, and it did. Absolutely. So we just. And, and there is, there was a, a kernel of truth to the monk thing, you know, I, I really, <clears throat> that, that was, I think the really, um, big catalyst for the, for the break, uh, was that I, I, I needed some time to see if I was maybe going to live out the rest of my life, like as a monk, um, as like a, like a Franciscan kind of a monk, you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, I don't know. It was important to me to at least consider it so i did for a while um but it's it wasn't it <laughs> that wasn't wasn't yeah. for me um and that's okay you know I, I, yeah I don't, I don't see that as um like as like a mistake or something you know what i mean it's, yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to go down a certain corridor to see what's there i mean there's just Absolutely. nothing no other <laughs> nothing else you can do so i did and uh i'm and i think i'm that helped me grow it too because I, I think on the other side of that I I learned how to not let music be this all-consuming mm. obsession, which I think y'all were just talking about a little bit. It yeah. didn't it is not healthy for it to be this thing that I just dump my whole soul into, you know? Mm. Um, I, I don't think that's good. So um instead I learned how to um how to put other people first a little more. Um and in doing that, that kind of got me ready to do what Adam and I are doing now. Now I feel like I can actually, um, I can actually perform music and write music, but always with and instead of thinking about me, I'm thinking more about Adam. I'm thinking about the other people in the band. I'm thinking yeah. about fans more, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's what's so healthy about Salvo. I, I love it because. Um, the, our, our fans are so positive and so receptive and i just feel like our mission is just make them happy yeah absolutely yeah and not in a catering way but more in a in an, I no actually, no I no but i don't know it kind of feels like family almost you yeah know? yeah you, do yourself, you put an effort to people you care about yeah yeah that's it that's very well put that's that's how i feel they want us to be true to ourselves and that's what we're doing and at the same time we are aware of our past mm-hmm. so yeah when it comes to songs in the new album, we have some that rival tempos of the old stuff, and we have uh, mm-hmm. explorations the way we always did, um, with just different beats, different types of music that we did underneath that pop punk mm-hmm. horn genre. But so, um, so I have a question about, uh, and I, we don't want to talk about 
pain too much because this is a salvo podcast guys come on we're gonna yeah. all we're right gonna, we're, we're here to you. promote salvo I'm but, so glad to hear that. but you know like you had talked about um there's no sense in like denying the past it is it is what brought you to where you are today so w- with salvo did you ever discussing between the two of you think that maybe like I don't know if I want to ride off the coattails of the success of pain. You know, did that ever like cross your mind? Like, how do I separate myself from what was uh, arguably a very, very successful band? How do I go about doing something new without having to conform to what we used to do or to live up to a name that we used to play as? How did Mm. you guys battle that? I, I think Dan was more um, more independent about it, or, or about saying we we let the set list, for example, and we it, it kind of had the same mo as far as what we did with with Pain was like, well, we have these new songs, let's just go play the new songs and throw in some ones that that, that were standards for us, kind of. But I was probably the holdout more than anybody, one trying to keep the, the FKA Pain in there. Mm-hmm. Just uh, because we basically for me, I still want those the following to know that we exist, right? And, uh, and this is then it's happened exactly. We weren't did the delivery, so let's just change the name to Salvo and confuse everybody. And uh, it's just turned out to be a blessing that way, yeah. And that I really am, I really, I really appreciate now. But uh, if we look at our set list that we're going into the certain certain shows, it was, was like, well, let's. Well, we have three pain songs in the set list. <laughs> it's like, well, then we start saying, no, we like these old songs too. Yeah. And we like playing them. So, um, I mean, for example, if, if we do a show, it's probably going to be half and half. Because mm-hmm. so, we have enough material of Salvo now to do that with. Right. Uh, but stand on our own, uh, that was, it was a, it was a little scary because we opened the thing as a pain reunion Salvo premiere. Right. That's essentially yeah. what it was. And, and it- uh, Oh, sorry. No, but just we have so many original members that were from that band. We sure. have new faces too that appreciate the music and stuff. But yeah, and yeah. from a marketing standpoint, it makes sense. But, yeah, but only from that, you know, because no, you're not no. sitting here trying to be pain. You're not sitting here trying to mm-hmm. ride the success of your old band. Only you know, that, that's that that's true. At fans. the same time, we didn't want to disrespect them or ignore the yeah. fact that what we're doing now is built on that structure you know yeah. on, on the right. pain structure is built on that and, and i mean of course we're, we are we love that you know and, and so there's a there's still and there still is a little bit of a, a tug of war at least in my mind where it's like i really want to just totally break loose and say we're just doing salvo songs um but at the same time i i know people really want to hear like um like milk or 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 something or fight or one of our pain songs that that's right always <laughs> that we're always such crowd pleasers you know um and so you know you know you hate to let them down i don't want to let, let yeah. them down i want to absolutely hear that, dan you, know? you put it so so perfectly uh just a few minutes ago it's about the fans that's mm-hmm. i yeah. mean they're literally what got you to where you are now why ignore yeah. that yeah exactly yeah, right right i don't know i i i remember I can't even remember what the band was. Who who is this band? I don't know. I was like from reading some random article about a, a band, and they were sort of in our position, right? Where they were they had transitioned, and their their particular philosophy was, 
they they played some of their old stuff and then they just made an announcement. Okay, this is going to be the last time we play all that old stuff and now right. then we're going to be done and we're moving forward with the new stuff. Um, and I thought, well, that we should do something like that too. That's a cool idea. But ultimately, I don't know, Adam and I haven't been able to do that. It didn't seem right. You know? yeah, we just got to do what feels right. Exactly. exactly. What you just said. What, Wait, what no, feels we, right, you know? After taking 19 years off, um, these songs feel really fresh again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really <laughs> perspective does give or time gives a really good perspective on things it's it's sure. really fun to make sure that we can if we can't play them at the same tempos or just as tight as we used to then we're not going to do them <laughs> right um, Fair enough. but if we can enjoy yeah. do what we did you know we have we, we play the song fut said julie which i think we played twice when we were together as pain um and now it's it's one of my favorite songs that we do absolutely um, I, I finally know how to play it so <laughs> <laughs> So one of the things I, I'm actually I'm very curious about because I've I've never got to encounter something like this. So one of the most notable songs that you guys did was the Jabberjaw Groovy for Cartoon oh, Network. Yeah. So yeah. like, what was that experience like writing a song for a cartoon and then like the reception after it was released? Take it, Dan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I remember when um, uh, the the people the suits from cartoon network uh, <laughs> approached us um and they they and basically they they were already pain fans and and they were describing it we're making a commercial for jabberjaw which obviously already existed yep. from the way back and mm -hmm. um they wanted us to write this this song for it and and I, I really I, I jumped right into writing the song and I mean it's not it's not an incredibly complex song um, but it's very catchy. it's fun though uh, but it's fun right and um and and really really enjoyed making the song but I also remember feeling kind of almost a little bit flippant about it um uh, but it was great because they wrote us a big old fat juicy check for it like, <laughs> like we had never seen like that many digits before yeah i mean we were used to playing <laughs> for like dinner or something right you know, like, oh uh, yeah you know so it was it was gratifying um and it was fun um but like i said i was kind of flipping about it. i was like okay we did it there we got our check that was fun thank you goodbye and i i kind of I ignored it, right, Adam? I mean, I, I kind yeah. of just ignored it. I remember when I came back, I, Adam, I think it was you who pointed out, and you, you were like, man, you do know that, like, on YouTube or whatever, there's like yeah. a million views or something. I don't know. Yeah. How many, I, can't remember. <laughs> I was like, what? That song, really? <laughs> well, it's weird because we had a, a DJ in Atlanta that broke us in Atlanta. And uh, so it got played. We were getting played in drive time, you know, Atlanta. And that's where Cartoon Network was based out of. I mm -hmm. think well, we were in L.A., right? And uh, I love to say we were in L.A. But uh, <laughs> we in LA and I uh, just uh, touring. And then we got a phone call from Atlanta that Cartoon Network wanted us to do a song. Dan wrote yeah. actually two different songs for that. One became another song on the album. I, I, I did? Really? I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> recluse. White Recluse. Was, was, was oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we went to Elmore, Alabama. Um, where Manor Astroman records stuff with Jim Moore, Zero Return, in a in a shack by the railroad tracks in a town that has, I don't know, um, hog brains and three different types of gravy. It's uh, <laughs> it's and it's just funny that there's nothing glamorous about this whatsoever, and uh, and that song got recorded there along with all the other pain stuff. And uh, 
Yeah, I was on my couch one night. I didn't have cable for the longest time, and I moved and I had cable. And I, the Cartoon Network was on, and our the video came on, and it's animated. And thought, huh? How about that? <laughs> that how about that? <laughs> That's kooky. That's the two thousand. That's not every day you're on Cartoon Network, though. Let's be honest. And now we have a fan base of following that knows us knows us from that song. Maybe that song. Right. And yeah, I am absolutely. just floored. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I released a, a video of, we released a video of just putting the, the cassette tape of, I mean, the VHS of Jabberjaw into a, into a tele, into a VCR and playing that. And, and I guess, anyway, I'm, I'm, I can't, it's a fun song to play now, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. So, and I mean, because just even the, you know, however many years later, you know, we did a TikTok, you know, yeah. uh, and just sharing, sharing the Jabberjaw, you know, video and, you know, 41,000 views on it and like, yeah. and seeing how many people were so like, so excited and were so like, just ecstatic, especially once you all started talking to them in there about Oh, we're still around, and they're you know, and yeah. you know, it's that was exciting just to see Absolutely. that. And not I mean, only that, yeah. but like to see that there are still people like, or no, not that that the people are still listening, but like connecting with the community you didn't realize was there. I think that's what's something that's really cool, especially about like TikTok now and, and the ability to to connect on social media. It's connecting with like a community you didn't know existed. Like there are mm-hmm. people out there who share, like for me, that was my childhood, right? So I'm 27. So when, uh, when the Jabberjar Goobies came out, I was still in uh, high school, I believe, and uh, watching, watching Cartoon Network. That, I remember that shit. But like growing up, I'm like, ah, nobody remembers that shit. Like that's, that's just me. <laughs> right. Like, you know, but now we have access to literally everyone on the planet. And you're realizing, oh my God, like this had so much more of an impact on people's childhoods and not just mine. This is yeah. fucking cool. I, 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 over the years, I've gotten a fairly steady, I mean, not like avalanche, but fairly steady stream of, of nice emails, you know, from, from fans yeah. and things. And invariably it's, it's, it's pretty emotional because invariably they always want to just say, you really your 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 stuff means so much to me because it got me through a hard time you know what i mean they were like suffering quietly silently in some way or going through some traumatic time that no one would even know and then they get through it in part and i i, I you know, we can't take too much credit you know what i mean but um but you were in part because they could every now and then reach over and press whatever button they used mm-hmm. <laughs> to make this yeah. stupid song <laughs> uh, come out and give them some kind of joy or comfort that gets them through to the next day i mean that's that's awesome and it, it was something that it's something I, I constantly forget and so i love it when 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 fans tell us that kind of stuff awesome. you know um, yeah, even like with this this big show that's coming up in september um our uh that's our like our, our album release show for for the mm-hmm. new album for the traveler um one of the guys who was helping to organize was telling telling me that he he basically he asked us he said he said could you please play Chuck Al Hashib 
Now, Chuck Hellasheev was was a, a pain song from back in the day, a very silly, cartoony kind of hero theme song. About I, I don't know if you remember the song, fellas, but um, just silly song about this Middle Eastern hero okay. who, who avenges his brother's death, right? Okay, um, I, I didn't put a lot of thought into, I'm going to write the lyrics that will inspire a generation and help lift them out of their common misery. I, I didn't, I wasn't thinking at all. I was thinking of a stupid song and Adam thought it was fun and we just played it. It was just silly and right. recorded it. But in its own way, this song helped this guy get through like some horrible background with that involved drug addicted parents and poverty, extreme poverty. And he got through it because he and his friend would just get together sometimes commiserate and play Chuck Halashib in the background what that's amazing to me that's amazing yeah. to me. so of course i said we will absolutely play that song <laughs> at the show yeah. and so that's, that's what we're gonna do we're gonna dust off that silly thing and play it i love that that i love that about music is that any song can have an impact on somebody whether it's and it's so personal yeah whether it's made to be like deep and personal and incredibly meaningful or it can be funny because even if something's fun and funny maybe yeah. that just takes that person out for right. just yeah, yeah. three minutes and, and of course i don't know why i would be surprised about that because of course i have so many songs in my own life by people who don't even know i exist but i love their stuff mm -hmm. and and they've gotten me through those kinds of things yeah. so I, I guess i do understand it's just always weird to think wow Adam and I, we're the ones who made this song, you know, that, that they like, that, that got Absolutely. them through that. That's, that's pretty Absolutely. cool. So here's a question. Is it true that you were shut down mid-song by the band Train? No! Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that, that was true. How did you find out about that? <laughs> oh, well, you know, uh, you know. We, we have our ways. <laughs> I guess you do. Never mind. I won't ask that question again. Come <laughs> back up for a second, though, when Dan was talking about the songs. And yeah, of course. Yeah. None, yeah. none of these songs ever felt trivial to us, you know, but so we'll say it felt like a, like a dumb song or a silly song. It's like after someone, if someone cares that much about it, I guess it's not really a silly or a dumb song. You know? Absolutely. It's, it's a good point, man. For, I'm yes. so amazed, by the way, about the Jabberjaw, the fact that you could write those lyrics and had, said the song had to be a minute, 48 seconds to the dot, you know, <laughs> something like oh, yeah. that. And then, and then you almost had help from the suits, you know, and, uh, <laughs> but, uh, which was like, mm. but, um, but I love that, uh, that, that's something like that, that I just, I don't know, I, I'm still in awe of some of the things that you, you wrote and stuff like that, that, you know, like, yeah, it's lighthearted, you know, but yeah, but silly, it's, it's such a good, it's such a, it's everything such a has thing. its time and its place. And yeah. train, yeah, train, train's example of, uh, I wish I'd had their manager. <laughs> so <laughs> fire him no um uh, so uh yeah that was it was one of those deals where we were playing the local stage and they're playing on the non-local stage what, Even what show was that adam was it that fun? was the last city stages in birmingham people okay. people remember that show in birmingham and, and i just i don't have fond memories of it i think we could have played better personally um <laughs> i, I could have played better but uh we just said, please don't put us on the local stage because it's the same company that runs the other places we play out the out the, the region, you know, and uh, they always put us on that other stage. But because we're locally from Alabama, that's where they put us. Sure. And we said, we know what's going to happen, man. We're going to headline 
And sure enough, we're gonna get cut off. And that's exactly what happened. So um, Trey may be the best band in the world and have songs that bring my family to tears. Um, but you'll never I'll, forget I'll leave it that. To that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Trey. I have no problem. But I will with Trey, never forget. Say, I don't know. It's just it just it sucked. You want, okay, so so correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a good chance they have no idea that that happened. They they have oh they, those guys have no idea. Those you know what I mean? Like we're guys, sitting we're you know? sitting here like well, just the, like the problem <laughs> is they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be listening to this and they're gonna be like oh I remember that those sons of so those, those sons of bitches <laughs> sons of bi- well okay but so I mean d- being being a TM like being a tour manager. I could tell you how many things never made it to the artists I've worked for. Kind of your job, right? Yeah. It's just like, okay, yeah, you can tell me all about it. Yeah. All right. I'll let him know. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't, like, I don't care about you. I'm tired. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, I'm sitting here like train has like, it's probably like, like super, super nice. But you guys for like the better half of 20 years have just resented this band for something. They probably have no <laughs> idea that they've ever done just because some manager was like, yeah, you're going to have to shut it down. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, a friend of mine knew their manager and did talk about it. It was, it was all the manager, you know, because he had to yeah. make sure his band got their full time and screen time. Yeah. He's we just did. doing his job. It's, it's the fun part right. of festivals sometimes where, um, you remember, you remember in gross point blank. blank. Remember in Gross Point Blank when John Cusack goes to the, the reunion <laughs> and there's that one dude who is carrying this big chip on his shoulder towards John Cusack's character. You remember? And yeah. John Cusack doesn't even remember him. John Cusack has gone on to this very uh, um, illustrious career as a mercenary, you know, and, yeah. and at one point the guy's like staring him down in the hallway and, and John Cusack's character just says, there is no you and me. They're, they're, I don't even yeah. know you, you know, and I right. think Train would probably say the same. They're like the John Cusack. In yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're the John Cusack now. in the story, right? Honestly, right. that 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 tracks. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. So before we uh, move on to our next uh, segment, we just have a we have a couple more questions. These are more like personalized, just to uh, it, you individually. So first off, with Dan, uh, so uh, along with also being, you know. Uh, musician you're also an author um oh yeah 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 so you've oh, yeah, written, forgot about that <laughs> yeah so you've Sorry. you've written three books titled uh by the downward way from a dark way over and a fantastic confluence all part of the von kippersmith saga what made you want to be an author and what exactly are the books that, what's the series about wow um they are oh it's just it's kind of falls. It's, it's kind of like with the music. It's it's sort of like um, <clears throat> I'm going to do this, <laughs> and uh, I have no idea if anybody really cares. But mm. you have to do it, you know. Um, yeah. And so I, I yeah. And so it started with one book and just grew into three books. It's it's basically like a fantasy thriller kind of thing. I, I don't know. It's about a a guy with a curse. Um, he's cursed. Um, because his his dad committed suicide and all the males in his family um, had some kind of screwed up behavior in their lives. They were just not, they ended up being really bad fathers. Like uh, they would abandon their families and it just kept happening generation after generation. And this guy, the lead character, um, grows up very painfully aware of that. And he wants to figure out how, how to break the curse. And so that leads to ghosts and 
demons and in a lost island with some abandoned children on it and there's like fantastic creatures and all kinds of craziness it's, it sounds uh, wild i i think it's i think it's really good and 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 like, have to get my hands on that. 18 like people who have actually my... read those books really like them <laughs> well it sounds exactly like stuff i'd like to read yeah so. <laughs> cool I'm have to good, get my hands good. on that saga thank you yeah um adam here's one for you okay you also have a solo album titled stars that comes out july 1st yeah that's yeah. pretty stellar talk to us about that for just a second but only a second because we got to keep moving <laughs> july 1st stars oh yeah. thank you okay so next question <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i'm so sorry go ahead go ahead. tell us about stars my wife wanted me to do some songs that just weren't salvo songs that i've had just i'm a songwriter that's yeah just from i've played a lot of in a lot of different bands the past few years and written for a lot of different genres so I picked one, and uh, that was a salvo, and uh, it's coming out. Though eight song, I think the thing clocks in at twenty three minutes. So is that, that coming I, out everywhere? Do what? Is that coming out everywhere? Spotify, Apple Music? Yeah, Deezer, sure is. Right. It's coming July first. Okay, July. Yeah. awesome. And what kind of genre is it then? It's somewhere between pop punk and uh, Americana. Okay, <laughs> Americana is that oh. really? Just- Kind of a, a lazy title, I think. This kind of just covers everything that you just. <laughs> like, well, okay. There's some that sounds kind of country. There's a ballad. There's a folk. Okay. There's it's like the Eagles something. meets pop punk. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> that actually, I mean, like that's still like Americana meets pop punk. That had me intrigued. So I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that. Bear's gonna 100%. Bear's gonna have that. Wait, you know where I get these names? I get these genre things from having to file it on a CD baby and say, well, how would you describe your music? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, I, it sounds like me. I don't know. Pat and I, I had the same conversation when we were at four court or no. Uh, uh, so uh, what? So what music festival yeah. where we were talking about how if it wasn't country, rap, R&B, rock, or metal, it was called alternative. Alternative. And I you're like... Eh. Everything's alternative, I guess. Because <laughs> these well, because options suck. <laughs> we won't get deep into that story, but it started out with me just call, calling him a son of a bitch and being really mad at him <laughs> it about was really it. Funny. You son of a bitch. And then I was like, you, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It all worked So out. before we move on to our next segment, if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting out, what would that be? Hey. Okay. Uh, yeah. Are you looking for notes? You have notes on that, Adam? I, 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 like, I wrote that down. I knew I'm, he was going to ask for the phone. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I feel, I feel very. Um, God, you guys see the show "Life's Too Short" with David, with um, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, yes. when uh, Warwick Davis asked him for, about his, about advice on his uh, his love life. And picture your face with Stephen Merchant. He goes, I just think in those times you you should do what you think you should do best. You know, <laughs> and, uh, that's, I don't have advice. <laughs> advice, do you know, uh, you know, do your own time. <laughs> I can yeah. do what you're do what you want to do. Yeah, I don't have anything. To, Dan, help. That's good though. Do what you no, want to do. do. What you want to do. Follow, follow your dreams. But make sure it's you. You know, you, yeah. it, like you I, said, it put in the time, like put in the work, else. and put in the effort. It, it took me years to sound like somebody else for a change, and uh, mm. and so yeah, I I yeah. If you're if I, yeah, I I don't 
I don't know that I could say anything that would. Oh my Houston God, real quick. He refilled said. his Guinness. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, look at this man. He <laughs> refilled his Guinness. Yeah, it's never ending fog over here. <laughs> That's my boy. I, I'm sorry, Dan. Continue. I got my Irish wish. <laughs> um, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I um I I I I remember Adam and I had a conversation where, where we were talking about at least the songs for this album, maybe the last, the first one too, Adam. Yeah. Where I just said, you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to write advice songs. Have you ever noticed how like aging musicians they feel almost like an, a burning need to write advice songs you know like 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 i just remember like billy joel got to like suddenly he's writing songs about okay here's how you younger generation need to live out your lives and then rod stewart like had a, <laughs> a song about i don't know like how to and i just thought i don't want to do that um and so like for the traveler we specifically said let's make it an album about um songs that are kind of like story songs, just a story yeah. about somebody that you meet. You know what I mean? So that it doesn't have to go back on ourselves yeah. um, to feel like we need to owe, we need to explain the universe to everybody, you know? Absolutely. Um, and absolutely. And so now I think I'm trying, I've tried so hard to stick to that pattern that I've, I've I'm, I'm, I'm a little rusty on giving advice. Hmm. That's almost, that's good advice that's good right advice there. Right there. <laughs> that's good advice. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, my own children, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fair. All right. So this has been Salvo. Okay. You know, we're going to get on to our next segment here. But guys, this is Salvo. Their new album was just announced. It's called The Traveler. If you don't know Salvo, you're not doing life right. So go over to any of their social media. Follow them. They're going to be they're going to be releasing a brand new album. They have a show coming up in September. So if you're in the Alabama area, this is going to be perfect for you guys. And now uh, we're going to take a quick break before we get into our next segment. And we'll be right back with Salvo. Do you love music videos and miss when MTV, VH1, and Fuse all actually played music videos? Then join me, Giddy, as I host a super awesome music video show on Twitch every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Unsigned Pop Punk Twitch channel. We play the best videos from up-and-coming pop-punk emo alternative music in the scene, so join us every Thursday and find your new favorite band. And we're back with Salvo. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Dan, Adam, this is an absolute pleasure, but we're done with music. Come on now. Like, let's, let's get on. To the, let's, let's get let's get down to the really important things called obscure questions. This is our segment where we basically just ask you obscure things and you have to answer them. Yeah. Now, it's, to, it's a must. The, the first half's all about your career and music. Second half is where we just, you know, we get a little goofball. Yeah, we, just and we got we got the next 10 minutes. Tor I don't we... think it, eh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> we got 10 more minutes before we're going to let you guys get out of here. Get back to your oh. lives. So we're gonna monster. we're gonna have uh, gonna have some fun with these. I'm gonna take the first question, Pat. Go for it. What is you guys' biggest pet peeve? Toenails? No. Is it toenails? Uh, toenails? This is a. I mean, I can get behind it. I really right? can. Like, I'm not like... mad about this answer. I just wasn't expecting it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Pet peeve. Um, oh, it can't be that hard, Dan. Come on. Oh. <laughs> I like to gripe with a smile. 
Um, <laughs> um, uh, let me oh, think. Yeah. Um, this is the lightning round. We were so screwed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, no, lightning round's next. <laughs> next segment. Um, pet peeves. <sighs> well, our biggest I don't pet peeve right now is being able to. Yeah, my biggest pet peeve is not knowing social. people or not being able to tell people that what your pet peeve is. That's my biggest pet peeve right now, right here. In this I'm a yeah, big right. sadistic torture is my pet peeve. Oh, that's my I, kink. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, I mean, we are I'm two a... very different people. I have a, <laughs> I have a problem with with snoring. Listening to people snore, like I just can't do it. It's, this is why Pat and I get along really well. <laughs> it's very we're very lucky because Bear does not snore. I used to. I used to have tonsils the size of freaking golf balls. <laughs> used to be awful. All right, Pat, go ahead. Take on this question. Okay. So when you were a child, mm-hmm. what did you want to be originally when you grew up? Older. Batman. Batman? Yeah. I'm in it. Sold. I'll go with that one. That's good. Batman? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It was absolutely Batman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Right. I. La- I had wanted to be I wanted to be a police officer. See, I did too. And then I looked at my brother and was like, if you ever commit a crime and I have to pull a gun on you, I will break down mentally. And that's the (laughs) thought that I had at 10 years old. (laughs) (laughs) So far too young to be thinking that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm dead ass. I remember when I thought that too. I I can just like almost picture you just talking to your brother and be like, if you commit a crime, I will shoot you. <laughs> I will. I'm done, Lauren. I'm not scared to do it. <laughs> All right, last question. What is one thing you thoroughly love or enjoy that you would think people would not expect? <laughs> I was about to say the gym. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's real. <laughs> no, I was going to see that coming for me for a little, a little while. Okay. Uh, for example, for me, I love listening to Marty Robbins. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I see where you're going with like, this. Yeah, it could be, it could be it music. Could be anything, it could be really anything. But, like, I just love listening to Big Iron, you know? Like, yeah, you to to the Big Iron on his hip. And you're just like, yeah. I'm in a yeah. Western right now. I, I'm a really, I'm a big Mel Torme fan. And no one okay. ever appreciates yeah. my Mel Torme fanship. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I bought the last I think Diamond albums. What was that? I bought the last three Neil Diamond albums, the last three new Neil Diamond albums before he got sick. Mm. There. Oh, okay. Neil Diamond. Nice. So I'm, musically, I can talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. This, <laughs> so that works. I mean, everybody's got guilty pleasures, you know, especially with music. Like m- mine's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yep. Fucking, I, <laughs> love, I, love, I love that it's Taylor Swift. Right. It's okay. I've picked up on that. There, there is like, a, like an underground stream of taylor swift fans that you would not think would be taylor swift fans i picked I up on that i'm not a taylor swift fan there's only one song that i genuinely like by taylor swift and it's called coney island and the yeah. only reason why i like that song is because it has the vocalist from the band the national on it i took uh-huh. uh i took my daughter to go see uh taylor swift and that oh, was your daughter took for me you to yeah there it is yeah. as i say your daughter for took, me. you needed an excuse <laughs> to go that's what that was like ah, taylor swift is a town you want to go Dad? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys did it 
we're going to introduce our brand new. That's not brand new. Who cares? That's not brand, brand new. Brand new it's to you. Literally from the start. It's literally from the start. What am I talking about? <laughs> Pat, introduce our next segment for our dear friends. You kind of broke me a little bit there. I broke myself. So this is this is our this is our lightning round. This uh-huh. is rapid fire question segment. Um, it's don't worry. It it's it. You get it's multiple choice. So you guys are you're good. You oh, just multiple choice. Okay, yeah. I do well on those. Yes, yeah, it's multiple choice. Just all of the from, above. Yeah, just speak from the heart and shoot from the hip. It's it's not all, all the above type type one. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. you guys ready? Coca yeah. Pepsi. Coke. Uh, Pepsi, <laughs> non-alcoholic. No, no, Adam. No, you have, we've never discussed this. Is that true? I, I don't. I haven't had Pepsi in ten years. You prefer I, Pepsi over Coke, though. I, yes. I like Buffalo Rock Diet ginger ale. So uh, here's the wait a minute. Oh, that's, Coke is you fine. Do that? Is oh, that part on. of the life? I thought it was like an either or situation. Here. I, I mean, he he changed the rules, so you go for it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go with Coke then. We're going to go with Coke. <laughs> You're like Captain Kirk. You just like in, reinvented it, the whole scenario and we beat the unbeatable game. Should Dan and I be on the same page? No, See, this is no, no this, this is, is a, this, this is, is a, this is right. the best part of rapid fires. Yeah, this, this is, is where bands break up. Divide. This stuff, so. <laughs> We're trying to create division between you. Like we hope there's an argument by the end of this podcast. You okay, know what okay. I mean? all right. But we'll uh, so Dan, yeah. speaking of the Kobayashi Maru, uh, yes. Star Wars or Star Trek? I, I, overall, I go with Star Wars. Adam, I bet you do too, don't you, man? I, um, I do. I mean, I, I yeah. If I was, I, I, I'm such a fan now of the of the Chris Pine new yep. new reboot, and I'm Abrams getting thing. back into Star Trek. Yeah, and then I'm also like not with Pat because Pat is already like a couple more well past ahead, well past. But I'm watching the new uh, Picard show oh on, yeah uh, yeah it's so it's so good so good so i like Ooh. i i'm slowly becoming both because i was a diehard star wars and only star wars but now i'm like you know opening my mind a little bit i think they're two different they're two different genres i think it's, one, they're two, by, one, it's completely one is, different one is like a space odyssey the other is an expl- a space exploration you know like yeah. one is a, like a like like a drama and the other i mean they're both dramas but one is like about a galactic conquest and heroes and the other is about like exploration and 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 human and finding humanity in everything star trek is so much more philosophical yeah absolutely all right keep going let's keep going okay i might have mario burst in here in the the near future (laughs) mario or luigi (laughs) doing what <laughs> oh my god each other i don't know what the to tell you qualification that's all i'm asking a little qualification yeah <laughs> do you prefer do you, do you if if you were going to play mario are you going to be mario or luigi <laughs> um i remember with super mario 2 i would often choose to be luigi because Absolutely. he could do this floating thing yep yeah he jumped mm-hmm. um other than that um i'm more of a mario guy sure okay this one's uh this one's not multiple choice but i have faith that you guys can one of you can do this can one of you or both at the same time sing us the bagel bites jingle Ooh, what is the bagel bites jingle the bagel bites jingle is all i can think of is hot pockets it's not hot pockets (laughs) bagel what is adam do you know Bagel bites. That's it. <laughs> That's bite. it. You nailed it. Yeah, well, Pat, you Razor know what show. you have to do. 
<laughs> if you guys can't do it, I have to do it. He's so yes, you have to do it. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. I always think it's bagel bites. Bagel bites. Well done. It's kind of like the Adams family. Bagel bites. Bagel bites. <laughs> okay, we got we got three more. Gwen Stefani okay. or Haley Williams? Wait, what? Say that again. Gwen Stefani or Haley Williams? I, I I'm ignorant. I don't know. I I know I know Gwen. You know. Who is Haley Williams? One. Have you ever heard of so, the band Paramore? Oh, okay. Yep, they're oh, the Haley Williams. Haley Williams is Paramore, no doubt. Gwen Stefani. I'm kind of choosy. Dude, I don't know if I like either one. Of them. Almost gone. You don't have to like either of them. That's okay. I, 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 don't, I don't have to like everybody. I don't have to like everybody. You don't. Yeah. You don't you have to say, like anybody. You can say neither. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I, I like I like Halsey. Can we talk about Halsey's new album? Oh no, my god! god. Oh. I yeah. love I love Halsey. Yeah. So if you just so you know, if you've watched our show or well, especially if you've watched it. So we have these things that will pop up on each side. If you make a different choice, I will pop up with the other choice in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so Halsey will be popping up. Uh, Halsey it is. Okay. Hard shell or soft shell tacos? Mm. Oh, I like hard shell. I, I, I like soft shell, but I've been, you know, I've been trying to kind of reduce the amount of gluten in my life you know what i'm saying so i've been going for like hard shell corn mm, stuff yeah. you know when oh, i that's, right. that, that's i like I, your reasoning but adam you're just you're fucking wrong dude <laughs> <laughs> like, dan i understand now after you so eloquently put it but adam you went yeah. straight for the hard shell dude it's gonna get inside your gums like you yeah. like, like, <laughs> like bite down and you're like ah oh, shit now that's stuck in there for three hours I I so, get my, yeah, my I've, actually, I've actually this has happened twice in my life where i've bitten into a hard shell taco and the edge of it stabbed into my gums opened yeah. a wound that became infected and i had to go get an antibiotic oh that's, that's that happened twice so that's so sad. Are you thinking? Are you rethinking your gluten intake now? Because I would, I, I would I seriously I just. See now that was a mistake. I'd be sitting there going tacos. How can you do this to me? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we're, I thought I we we're closer than this. Blood just dripping down your mouth, like taco. Yeah, I, I just, I, I should just go with the soft taco. Just let it like, like a larva just crawl inside my mouth. There's no danger. You could do like taco bowl. You know, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. All right, last one: some forty-one or yellow card. Some Do you 41. listen to either of uh, either of them? <laughs> did you say uh, some forty one? Some forty one. I did say some forty one. Is Halsey in some forty one? It can no, but Halsey can <laughs> pop up right in the middle. You know, right one of those some forty one guys went on to become this huge like UFO enthusiast guy. Did you? Pick no, that's Blink one eighty two. That's Tom. Tom DeLong. Oh. He's the man. So the some forty one guys are really I short. Know. They're short guys. You know. Yeah. Are I think they're I think they're, they're normal they're, height guys. No, they're, short. Okay. they're all short. They're all super short, especially the lead singer. They're short as hell. Yeah, yeah, I like them. Yeah, yeah, they I have like the song short. Into I like Deep. Them. 
Cause I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep this is for the listeners. All the blood in my head. No? Uh-huh. I'm gonna keep going. Instead of going on. Okay. Good job. Proud like, of so you. Halsey wins. I love you picking pop punk genres that? that we know nothing about. Yeah, yeah. Give that was so our own genre. genre. It's called education. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Well, you guys did it. You made it through the podcast. Congratulations. If we had cookies, I would send them your way, but alas, we do not. No, we we discussed that cookies sending and sending cookies through the mail was just never Especially going to happen. Especially during a pandemic. Does it, does it matter that we did so poorly? Yeah. You did great. There is no... Um, it, it, you're not graded. We used to... Bear used to grade used to people grade. in the very beginning. I mean, yeah. um, there are like various popular bands now, like some Blink-82 and, and Queen's <laughs> They're all going to contact his outrage with all our responses. I know, because all, all of them publicity. watch our show and they're going to be like, those... Poop faces. <laughs> those poopy faces. Yeah. Look, look at those clean shaven poopy faces. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's weird. All right, guys. Well, you did it. We want to give you guys uh the floor. We want to give you guys an opportunity to share what you guys are going have got going on, especially with Salvo. Guys, once again, Salvo just is about to release a brand new record called uh, oh come on, it's called the Traveler. The Traveler. The Traveler. I was gonna say like the teller. Well, it's not the teller. Nope. It's like teller. Yeah, the, the traveler. Tell us about that. The floor is yours. Go. Thank you, Dan. Oh, that. Let's see. We talked about that a little bit. That's um, just the second big salvo album. Um, it, it's kind of a, a concept thing because it um, it tells the story of a, a dude, a traveler who goes out um, to try and learn more about himself, learn about the world. And along the way, he meets um, various interesting people. Um, and and each of the songs on the album are meant to kind of be characters that he meets along the way. And um, by the end of it, he's he's a better person because of those experiences. And it's also a rock album. Yeah, the songs oh, yeah. are standalones as well. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. music too, by the way. I, I feel like I'm kind of like... I'm, yeah, but we're releasing a single uh, July 15th. Anything All can right. happen day. Releasing Wait, one what was it called? That. Go again. Anything can happen day. Okay. Anything can happen day is our first single. And yeah. we're just happy. It's, we haven't released anything since 2019, you know, since okay. the world shut down. So we're really, really excited about doing this. And we Absolutely. have a, a show to, um, to, to celebrate the release of The Traveler. And what, Dan, is what, Winston-Salem, yep. September 3rd. September 3rd, uh, Yeah, North, North Carolina. Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina, they're going to shut down the street and have a big street party and, and kiddie pools and rock and roll karaoke and salvo. Hell yeah. And, and just a really, really good time. So we would invite all our friends from Philly and neighboring states, you know? So. Oh, yeah. Or anyone that wants to fly Anybody on down. to go to yeah. Yeah. salvo. Guys, it's going to be amazing. Thank you guys so much again for being on the podcast. This has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. And we have our brand new friends, Adam and Dan from Salvo. Guys, Uh, thanks again for being here. 
And uh, for all you listeners out there, make sure that you follow us. Give us a rating. You guys can rate us on Spotify. That'd be pretty legit. You can rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can pretty much rate us anywhere. I don't know about Deezer, but you can give that a go. You can also get, uh, if you want to support the podcast and support what we do here at Unsigned Pop Punk, you can visit us at our Patreon, which I believe is www.patreon.com forward slash Unsigned Pop Punk. Guys, that would mean the absolute world to us. Uh, there's a bunch of exclusives that you can get on there. We do the show before the show podcast. Uh, we do a bunch of like brand new things, early accesses, all sorts of really cool stuff. Make sure to follow us there. Guys, once again, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for watching. Please hit that like and subscribe. Thank you to those who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere else you stream your podcast. If you're in the position to help us grow, head over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppunk. Let us know in the comments below who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thanks so much.